All right. Okay. You've heard it twice. We we now. can't I can't I can I can no longer sit idly by I and know, let and I let know. this pass. I know, go ahead. Why is he talking about the frog? <laughs> Does he not realize he said frog? I think he meant fog. I know he meant fog, but he said frog. I know. And look, we've all done it. Oh, oh gosh, I've done it. But maybe we need to shoot a little text over and say, "Hey, Frogger. <laughs> Let's, is Frogger one of your favorite games? It's not Frog Hat that we're listening to. I mean, there's so many different ways. Yeah, that's going to drive me nuts. I mean, it's a short drive for sure, but still. 56 in Bedford, 55 in Lynchburg, 57 in uh, Roanoke. Don't know if it's froggy there. Uh, 56 in Danville and 57 in Appomattox. That's where we are right now. All right. So last week, if you were joining us, you heard us talking about thousands of Colorado residents who found themselves locked out of their smart thermostats. Mm -hmm. I will tell you, I give credit where credit is due. Mark Lamb called this months ago. He said, you wait and listen to what I'm telling you. The time will come when they will ratchet back your thermostat. Mm -hmm. They'll take it just like the cell phone companies do. Yeah, and they can do it with your internet if you're using a dish, like Hughes dish. Mm -hmm. Happened to my in-laws. They throttled them back to modem speed. Right. And lo and behold, we had heard this happening in other countries, mm-hmm. but it's happening here in the States as well. Yeah. So thousands of Colorado residents found themselves locked out because of the power demand overwhelming the grid. Now, this is before we all have uh, electric cars. Yeah. 22,000 XL customers lost control of their smart thermostats for hours that led to a backlash on social media. Some people said the temperatures inside their home were as high as 88 degrees. Outdoor temperatures climbed into the 90s. Uh, all the customers affected had enrolled in an energy-saving program yes. called AC Rewards. It's almost like, uh, you know, inflation law. Mm. Uh, we're going to uh-huh. pass the lower the inflation law. Excel offers a one-time $100 credit on electricity bills upon signing up and then $25 uh, afterward for participation. What you don't realize is in the small print. Right. Um, there, nothing's free, y'all. <laughs> it's always Nothing there. is free. You've got there. to remember that. Yeah. So we had a listener who sent us a uh, an email that mm-hmm. they had mm-hmm. received and the headline is, you're missing out on $50. That's right. We're going to send you a gift card. Take we charge love you. at Appalachian Power. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it says, join Appalachian Power. Bring your own thermostat program and receive $50 just for joining. Uh, it allows Appalachian Power to make brief adjustments to your thermostat. Just brief ones. During times of peak electrical demand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. No problem. Uh, this is your last chance to earn $5 for participating. That $5 can be yours, my friend. And how long will that $5 really last you in this economy? Right. And then they give you the four reasons why you should get a smart thermostat. Okay. Guys, you better read the fine line and you better take heed on this one. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we're not going to get that sponsorship from AEP I was hoping for. (laughs) I'm, I'm just telling you. Yeah. Um, that this is what they're going to try to do, and eventually they'll they'll probably force you. I'm just saying, to force you to go to it. Goodwill today and just go over to the bin where the sweatshirts are and go ahead and pick up a few for this winter. Right. Don't bother with that electric blanket because it's probably not. No, gonna it's work. not going to work. Um, so yeah, this was their things: a decreased energy costs, easy temperature control, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, enhance safety features and track energy usage. Don't fall for it, guys. This is just like this is just like the thing where the mm. IRS is going to start. You shouldn't have to pay to have someone do your taxes. No, we'll take care of it for you. We're going to take care of all that for you. Mm-hmm. So no problem. Here's five dollars. <laughs> you know. Right. Oh my word. Crazy. Thank you so much for How about who, this. Who sent that to us? Here's a quarter. Call somebody who cares. That's right. <laughs> who who sent that to us? Uh Dale. Dale. Yeah, Thanks, one of Dale. our listeners in Huddleston. Uh for sending that because you gotta be aware of what's going on because this is uh I don't know if you wanted to be on the download, they're gonna shut off his AC today or <laughs> we didn't give his last name. It's fine. True. But we could. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to you, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> We could give it to you. So I saw a post that reminded me of you. Oh, what's that? I I have a friend who I I think y'all might have been separated at birth. I'm not sure. Uh, Is he a pack rat? Well, maybe a little, maybe a little bit of a pack rat. Um, it said, last month I did the unthinkable. Mm. I finally threw out that box of unloved cables that I've dragged with me through adulthood. Uh Uh-oh. Today I realized I needed one of them and I have no idea how to find a replacement consider this a warning to you all text me your morning jam at <laughs> gmail.com or email me or text us and i'll i'll help you out it's a public service announcement it really, really is. isn't it it's a cautionary tale <laughs> it, it is that doesn't mean you need to keep all the chinese container uh you know things but still i haven't told my wife you gave me that one that one clear you know that you're not going to get any more if you wrap me out okay, that right, way right. So we've been talking about uh, Governor DeSantis or DeSatan, depending DeSatan, on who. DeSatan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's That's talking Charlie about Charlie Crist, who's considered himself Jesus. a Christ yeah. of sorts. For the most part. Jeez. Um, so you've got the lawmakers mm-hmm. in Massachusetts were tasked with caring for dozens of migrants Wednesday after Florida Governor Ron DeSantis sent two planefuls of migrants to Martha's Vineyard. Wow, he's taking a page from uh, Governor uh, Abbott playbook. Yep, <laughs> I love it. Uh, on Wednesday, Democratic lawmakers voiced their criticism online after they were forced to act swiftly to provide food, shelter, blankets, and other necessities to the 50 migrants who now reside in their state. 50. Wow. Y'all are complaining about 50 people. Well, it is Martha's Vineyard, after all. Well, that's yeah, that's one of the most exclusive places to live. Uh, absolutely. Former I mean, President Obama. He's got a place he there. He bought that big place when he said the ocean was going to... James Taylor has a place oh, there. Oh, really? Fire and rain. Yeah, dang. Sing it up. Uh, Re- Representative Dylan Fernandez, a local lawmaker who represents Martha's Vineyard, as well as uh, Falmouth, uh, Nantucket, said on social media he was part of the logistical effort to welcome the migrants which he claimed DeSantis sent to gain cheap political points Hmm. he didn't gain any with you did he buddy nope uh pulling into martha's vineyard right now an island that welcomes immigrants it is stronger and more vibrant because of them yeah because they're probably doing your gardens and (laughs) nannying your children and yep uh, (laughs) careful how you word that buddy Current immigrants are being dropped off at Martha's Vineyard by chartered flights from Texas. Many don't know uh, where they are. Uh, th- now, this is saying Texas. Yeah. Um, so maybe they're getting more than just... Hmm. Yeah. Uh, they say they were told they would be given housing and jobs. Islanders were given no notice, but they're coming together as a community to support them. Hmm. Uh, in another tweet, he described the migrant drop-off as evil and inhumane. Wow. Yeah. 
how is it evil and inhumane? I, I don't know. It's happening to other places. I don't know. Uh, the representative also shared a selfie with the migrants. Oh, wow. Captioning the photo with a heart and the American and Venezuelan flags. Nice. And yet it's the Republicans using them as political pawns. Oh, they're pawns. <laughs> they're absolute pawns. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and uh, selfie fodder, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, our Ireland jumped into action, putting 50 beds, giving everyone a good meal, providing a play area for the children. We are a community that comes together. Well, good. Yeah. Well, that, that's a good thing. That's what you I'm, should I'm be doing. I'm just wondering. I mean, you know, I'm. Uh, let's face it. You and, gotta and share this, the love. This might be considered a, a, a racist kind of a, a statement, but you know, I'm sure that some of those folks could get jobs as maids. And because you know, how many times have we heard highfalutin people that are against immigration policies paying people and stuff, under the table, paying them under the bringing table, bringing them in illegally, yeah, illegally, right? right. So yeah, you, you know, see that a lot, it, and you it, see it, it with both Republicans and, and Democrats. Democrats, right? Absolutely. So I, no. you know, I don't know. Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, they mm. said DeSantis is using twelve billion in Florida's budget approved by state legislature to relocate the illegal immigrants from his state. Okay. All right. Well, got to do what you got to do. Well, I know. I, just... I guess. <laughs> I just think it's really interesting. Um, that they they talk all all this big game although now they're doing better than new york and dc did mm-hmm. they're at least rolling up their sleeves they're not right, calling for the something. national guard right right a national guard because 50 people showed up yeah that was that was the washington mayor i believe although you had your story about stacy abrams oh morning. yeah she's yeah she's she, denying that, that she, she denied, denied right or that she was denied the election. She's denying she ever said she lost the election that, that and it was never, bogus and all that. That she's governor, she's saying rightfully she, governor. She's and, saying that she accepted the loss gracefully. Right, right. Yeah, that's, and we all know uh, that's yeah. not true. Because um, there, there's all kinds of footage yeah. of her talking about how the this was stolen and how it was, you know. But now she's saying she didn't do that. Uh, I'm not sure how that's going to work. Do you think people are going to fall for that? Well, I, I, you just people are people are gullible. I'm sorry. You follow a certain group, and you know it's 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 amazing what what people will accept. Well, but she was so. All right. So can you can you turn my computer on? Yeah. All right. So here she is in 2018 on the View. Um, talking about, um, she was really praised on the So view. this is your second run against uh, incumbent Brian Kemp for governor, and polls show a tight race, especially the poll this morning. Um, now, when you lost in 2018, you didn't traditionally concede, which I appreciated, because you cited voter suppression. Are you confident that this will be a free and fair collection? And uh, um, Sorry. Um, no, you had it right. Collection. A repeat performance of what happened before. So even in that interview, mm-hmm. they're saying she didn't concede, right? <laughs> she, <clears throat> but yeah. then she goes on to say, "I've never denied that I lost. I don't live in the governor's mansion. I would have noticed." <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, so wow. obnoxious. Yeah, she's she's a piece of work, and I got to tell you, she is uh, she is one of the, I would say, leaders in the Democratic Party. And she's got the mo. Whether you like her or not, you better respect the fact that she can get people out to register and vote. 
and she's done it across the whole country. And a lot of times she, you know, saying that she was denied this, that, and the other. Well, and, and you know, the thing about it is, <laughs> this is, this Forced is the to be thing. Reckoned with. Stacey Abrams, this is the other thing. Uh, she supports abortion oh, up yeah. until the Absolutely. time of birth. Yep. And just goes out there and says it. You know? Yep. So, I, I just... Abortion on demand without apology. That's her. Uh, yeah. That's her motto. Well, I have a song for you. We okay. got to go into break. Yeah. You were talking about our our weather. The froggy weather. Yeah. And you were saying uh, slow frog or frog hat. Frog hat. <laughs> that's right. I love frog hat. Old rock band. Seven nineteen. We'll be back. 866-916-3776 is our number. Have you gotten the AEP love note? I'd like to know. Is anybody going to sign up for that? No, not me. <laughs> the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. Life Hack Thursday on The Morning Jam. Morning Jam. It is Thursday. That does mean Life Hacks. We try to bring you some good ones. I brought you a couple that were for, you know, the kids mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the dorms. Because sometimes... In the stinky rooms. In the stinky rooms, <laughs> that's right. But it's a different set of challenges. Right. Well, Like, for example, you know, you've got the dorm fridge that you're dealing with. <laughs> oh, my God. That doesn't necessarily work that great. Right, uh, right. Especially. So, uh, <laughs> if you uh, are wanting to, to get that mm. that drink super cold... And maybe that dorm fridge isn't getting it done. I, this is something I've used a lot, especially with the kids. You can wrap a wet paper towel around your beverage. Okay. Put it in the freezer for 15 minutes and it will be ice cold. Really? Yep. A wet paper towel around your beverage in the freezer. 15 minutes. Good to go. I'm going to try that. It works great with glass. It works great with plastic. So Glass and plastic. Uh-huh. I was thinking of a beer can. I'm sorry. That, that works too. Okay. That'll work as right. well. You can do that. Gonna chill those things. We'll be ready in 15. And then uh, if you're <laughs> wanting to, to chill your wine, but you don't want to dilute it. Right. This is one that I, I've got quite a few friends who, who use this. They freeze grapes. And then grapes. they drop the frozen grapes down in the Ooh. wine. It makes the wine nice and cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, uh, you know, if you, if you just buy one off the shelf it's not going to be your white's not going to be as cold as you'd like for it to be so if you keep uh frozen grapes my my friend stevie does that ah so she because she's not a drinker so she doesn't keep it in the in the refrigerator mm-hmm. and it does work works pretty well okay i must say i like it mm-hmm. there you go so we'll have more life hacks as okay. uh, as we go along uh this morning uh so it's uh harry's birthday it is today Prince harry's can we still call him Prince Harry, I guess? I, Is that... Well, th- they were named the Duke and Duchess of Sussex when they got married. I see. Um, they were given that by Queen Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, since then, you know, they're not really sure how that's going to work out. Will they keep that? Or, huh. you know, uh, they said Prince Harry was at one time one of the favorites. Um, he has now plummeted in the polls mm. at, at this point they're also talking about 
That Oprah interview didn't help him, huh? The the Oprah interview mm-hmm. did not help him. Mm-hmm. No. Um, they've also been kind of criticized for a lot of PDA. Ah. Because that's just not they they consider that being on the job. Okay. You're you know you're not going to Skateland USA. You, <laughs> you know they expect you to have a little more decor decorum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whenever you see William mm-hmm. and Kate, right, they're beside each other, but but they're you know mm-hmm. apart. Mm-hmm. Um, unless of course they're now you see lots of, of pictures of them holding hands if they're at a sure. polo game sure, or if sure. they're something like that, but not when they're in line for the grandmothers. So a lot of people are not happy about that. They're they're thinking that they don't, uh, yeah. And you know Harry was trained. Oh, absolutely. You know, from from the time he could understand things. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't know. It's very interesting. And I and of course in America we're like, what's the big deal? Right. But I do think that there's a little bit of. I don't know. America's pretty classless in that way, though. I mean, we've got a president that sniffs little children in public when he's on on the duty. We do. I've seen so many people Photoshop that picture where he reaches in and puts his hand on the shoulder Mm -hmm. and sniffs that sniffs 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 that woman's hair. Right. That people have taken mummies and everything else and photoshopped it in there well and there's more than one picture they could do that to. well that's true well sure. they told him during the campaign you can't do that anymore joe right it's creepy please stop doing that it's creepy so i i'm uh, we only have a few more days left and then i guess it's not going to be all the queen the queen the queen right uh we had somebody texting yesterday saying i'll be so glad when all this is over it's all i'm seeing right now well, oh, goodness well i will tell you this the department of uh defense equity chief she's probably happy that you know the queen's oh, in the, diversion yeah is in the is she can in the get mood in get there. things well is this the one that went underground the diversity chief yes yeah, okay. it's the diversity chief at the yeah. department of the defense education wing the education wing mm-hmm. of the diversity she's, uh, chief. Yes. she's kind of flying under the radar mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. Uh, on social media uh, she posted disparaging posts about white people on Twitter. Hmm. That Twitter page has now gone private. <laughs> the chief diversity, Jeez. equity, and inclusion officer described herself on Twitter as a woke administrator. A woke administrator. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, evidently, she's having trouble spelling there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's read, shall we? Oh, uh, I'm, this is Kelsey Wing, is Kel- her name. Kelsey Wing, okay. Yes, this was before her account was put on private, right. and her LinkedIn account appeared to be deleted at this point. Um, I'm so exhausted at these white, I'm, I'm assuming this is supposed to be folk, mm-hmm. F-O-L-X, right. in these PD sessions. Hmm. This lady actually had the caudacity, I'm assuming that's Caucasian dig, to say oh, that okay. black people can be racist too. Right. That's because they can be, Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had to stop the session and give Karen the business. We are not the majority. We don't have power. So you can only be racist if you're the majority? I, is that how that works? I, is that is that how I guess. I guess. Is that how that is? So Okay. I didn't know that. 
I, I was today years old when I learned that. Um, uh-huh. What's her last name again? Her last name is Wing, Just like as wing. in left wing. Okay, that's All right. That's uh, on another that. occasion, Wing responded to a user uh, who said, I'm exhausted by 99% of the white men in education and 95% of the white women. Where can I get a break from white nonsense for a while? Wow. Wing responded, if another Karen tells me about her feelings, I might lose it. Wow. And she's all about equity and inclusiveness and all that. Unless you're white. Right. Okay. Yeah, you can't, well, you can't, you can't be, be white. Can't I'm be sorry. included if I'm you're sorry. white. I'm sorry. I keep forgetting. Because I'm, I'm white, I keep forgetting. Well, because you're, yeah. I look down at my, my skin and, yeah. Mm. Yep. Uh, Wing responded to a user who criticized the Diversity Chiefs article demanding all teachers take part in dismantling racial oppression hmm. and claimed that racism is ingrained in every fabric of our country. By Karen, Wing responded. That seems to be her only, her only uh, dig there. Wow. Wing has also referred to former President Donald Trump as the whole boy version of a Karen. Oh wow! And former Secretary of Education Betsy DeVos as Queen of the Karens. Oh, you sure. really need to up your your uh, insult game. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you could give me a call. I'm tired of the Karens. I really could help you with I that. Mean, my sister-in-law is Karen, and she's lovely. Right. Right. Um, hmm. Yeah. White privilege hurts a lot of people. If you're white, you might feel bad about hurting others, or you might feel afraid of losing this privilege. The book, What is White Privilege, said in it, uh, white people must confess their privilege and were de facto hurting black people by being benefactors of unearned advantages. I confess I'm white. I'm sorry. Unearned advantages like free rent, free food, free. Oh, no. we. I don't get any of that. Okay. But you're still white. She needs to stay underground. Currently, we have uh, in Roanoke, 57 degrees. Appomattox has 58. 57 in Danville. 58 in Roanoke. 56 in Lynchburg. 57 in Bedford. I wore my frog togs on Saturday. Did you send him a message? I didn't. <laughs> I, I don't have his email. Um, frog togs, you buy these, you know, when you want to stay dry, like riding motorcycles and stuff. I, I wore it. On mm. Saturday. Okay. So frog is in the title. It has to do with weather. Kept my upper body nice and dry. I forgot to get my pants. Uh, I wore pants. We talked about that yesterday. Um, I did, but I didn't put my frog dog pants on. So my legs got wet during the football game, which it rained three out of the four quarters. Mm-hmm. So, but I digress. <laughs> I, I know this. People that aren't listening know, why is he talking about frogs? <laughs> well, you had to hear the weather just a little, little. A while ago we were kind of giving him the business because because yeah. he accidentally said frog instead, instead of fog, fog. it yeah. happens to us all yeah and when it's recorded and gets played over and over and i know over. i know i could probably go in there and edit and i just go in and say fog <laughs> the word maybe i'll do that next hour just, <laughs> fog fog, <laughs> fog. <laughs> anyway uh the days in we had the story earlier in the week that it closed in roanoke on orange avenue some people actually uh stayed at the days and it was affordable and and those kinds of things and and now they're without a place to live and folks like uh people the roanoke rescue mission they just are so good to the uh community in roanoke and uh, they've already welcomed some guests that stayed in the hotel like the ramada inn and or the days Inn, to kind of give them some help with some transitional housing we're encouraging anyone who thinks they could benefit from our services food shelter job skilled training addiction recovery so on uh, they do a great 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 job in in roanoke um, the mission is currently serving about 180 people each night 
uh, who are visiting there for their services. And if you, you know, you're in the Roanoke area and you, you want a place to give to that's worthy of your money, that's one of them. No doubt about it. The Roanoke, uh, the rescue mission in Roanoke. Well, uh, here we go again. Uh, Transportation Security Administration officers cited a Pulaski woman after she carried a loaded handgun onto a flight. Come on, people. We were just saying last week, we're due for one. Right. Uh, And we got it. Officers said it happened Tuesday at the Roanoke Blacksburg Regional Airport. The woman was going through security. Airport security noticed a 380 loaded with six bullets. Oh, wow. At the checkpoint X-ray monitor machine. A TSA called police who took the gun, cited her on a weapons charge. Passengers, here we go. Mm. Just got let's do a little housekeeping here. Mm. Passengers are permitted to travel with firearms only in check baggage if they're unloaded and properly packed and declared at the airline ticket counter. Yep. Guns on their person or accessible in their carry-on property is illegal. Mm-hmm. When a gun is detected at the screening checkpoint, the re- the result is a significant fine, potential criminal charges filed on the passenger. We have done this a million times. A million times. Mm -hmm. Since September 13th, um, TSA... That can't be right. What? Since September 13th, TSA officers have caught six firearms at the checkpoint. Wow. that's Come uh, on, people. That that must be a typo. Surely that's not accurate. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe that was... Firearm of, of last year, yeah, possibly. I don't <laughs> Maybe know. Maybe that's what it was. Mm. I, I'm gonna look into that because okay. if they've if they've had six, yeah, in three days, sure, that's a problem. Yeah, folks. That is, that's a real. We problem. need some type of educational. <laughs> it's like, don't bring your guns to the airport. Hello, say no to guns. Just just make sure your loaded weapon isn't in your handbag. Right. Oh, Lord. All right, the Bedford Area Family YMCA is continuing its Summer Sunset Festival series on Friday, September the 16th from 6 to 10 p.m. The YMCA has been hosting these events uh, every third Friday since May. The bands uh, such as Coleman Brothers Band, the Brown Brothers, Carly Ray, and One North, Three South during uh, the, the summer, they're going to be in there. It's going to be a, a really great event if you really love music. $5, pretty reasonable. Mm-hmm. Children get in for free. Children, too, or younger, get in for free. Okay. Let me make that clarification. I want to bring your five-year-old said, the guy on the radio said they were free. Children, too, and younger, and are free. They'll have several YMCA activities available for the kids, including the rock wall, the Gaga ball. Is that Lady Gaga? I don't know. It's probably a Gaga pit, maybe. Yeah, and the nine square in the air. So. I've played in a Gaga pit before. Have you? Uh-huh. I haven't. Kind of fun. Yeah, I just know. As long as there's no cats around. <laughs> okay. But I digress. Okay. Uh, a lot of cool events coming up this weekend. This one that I'm going to talk about is the 30th Annual Antique and Classic Boat Show taking place at Smith Mountain Lake. Yeah. Um, at the With the Smith Mountain Lake Antique and Classic Boat Society. I will tell you, I'm in love with these old boats. Right. They're so beautiful. Understood. Uh, it, this is a free event. It'll take place from 10 until 4 Okay. at Crazy Horse Marina. Mm-hmm. Visitors can expect to see over 40 wood and vintage fiberglass boats, both on land and in the water. Okay. The uh, Antique and Classic Boat Society is sanctioning the show. One main attraction is the Miss America boat, which was the first boat 
in the world to exceed 100 miles per hour. Oh, wow. Built by Gar Wood in his, uh, in his 10 boat Miss America series. Mm-hmm. Only three still survive. This is the only one that still gets in the water. Interesting. Another feature boat is the D Lighted, which is a grand craft luxury sport utility boat. Nice. And you can uh, you can go to their website to see more of the details there. But okay. I that's gonna I don't think there's anything better prettier than a Chris Craft a restored. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So you showed me some pictures earlier. Just they are beautiful. Gorgeous. So if you love that kind of thing, you might want to check it out on Saturday. It's free. Okay. 866-916-3776. Good morning, young lady. How are you? How you doing? Hey, good morning. Hi. Rose, are you feeling better, darling? I am. I am. I am yeah. back up amongst them. I know you are, honey. You got that eye cut. <laughs> <I can't laughs> that's right oh my goodness i know you feel good (laughs) he spoils me for sure (laughs) uh i heard something today you know i was taking a shower and no surprise apple pie is racist apple apple pie is racist yeah uh uh, Mm why why (laughs) i'm so confused do with it uh, being brought over here i don't know it it was on this morning uh i think it was when you went to uh break and somebody was talking oh, about oh okay. wow all right well we're busy busy during breaks i didn't hear that yeah well i did but my son's coming down and he makes the best apple pie and lord have mercy i'm gonna say honey you can't do that oh my god right <laughs> It, it was it was born of colonialism. It was bound yes. to, it was bound to happen. Hey, hey, you know what we found out today from the what? from the lady the the inclusion and and oh, uh, in yeah, diversity Defense lady. Department. Did you know that you can't be racist unless you're white? Did you know that? I I was today years old when I learned that. Let's go some of that mixture I got in me. How am I going to do You know, the funniest thing I asked my minister, I'm going to jump off the boat here because I'm going to put a question out there. Okay. He thought I was serious. And I was at Bible study, and this is a time when my beloved husband, you know, was with me. Mm-hmm. And I raised He said, uh-oh. I said, well, Pastor, you're talking about forgiving. I said, now, a lot of people, I have forgiven, but there's some that I haven't. So if I die and go to heaven... Is half of me gonna go, mm. or what is the other gonna do? I wow. think that's a very good something we have to mull around. But that was just jumping to one thing or another. I don't get all much. I try to throw everything in the pot here and stuff like that. But um, <laughs> I'm waiting to hear from Salty. Oh, uh, yeah. well, so are we. I am getting old, Salty. You know, <laughs> he Call better get. Me. He better get with it. I know. I know. He better. Goodness you gracious. You gotta call me and let me know how you're doing, Salty. You don't have to, you know, take me out to lunch and stuff like that. But just call me. You know how it is when, you know, I'm single now. Oh, we Lordy. Can go out. I don't care if people talk about us. You know, <laughs> you wow. know it's just making connections on the morning. I, I jam. just thought it was interesting that she said you couldn't be racist and, and be, um, and be, 
you know, you had to be white to be racist because I can tell you, I have witnessed amongst Indian people, mm-hmm. uh, especially with the caste system that they have there, yeah, yeah. they will definitely uh, try to cancel anybody that they don't think is on the level with them. Sure. And then when I worked at a black radio station, there were there were men there who refused to, they would not date anyone who was darker than they were. Huh. Their skin, and they and, and they were bold about it. In Louisiana, there is a secret club. If, if you can't belong to it, if your uh, color is darker than a brown paper bag. Really? Oh my god! How gosh. is that not racist, Ruthann? Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Well, oh my god! You know, this summer my arms don't go with my hips. My the top of my feet don't go with my ankles because I've got the suntan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> belong to that club. Yeah, I don't get it. I'm so confused here. I'm going on what? How old am I now? Oh, oh I think 39 and holding, <laughs> now, holding everything she can. <laughs> I'm making 82. But the thing about oh my it, gosh, all here it is. It it is unbelievable that we're still talking about white and black and brown and all this stuff. Do you know I feel this way? If somebody takes the time to get in my business and talk about me and you got your family sitting with you, you know you're never going to get that time back. You could have told your lovely wife you love her, your husband you mm-hmm. love him, and the kids, how, you know, I'm proud of you and everything, but you're not going to get that time back. Yeah. So it's a waste of time mm-hmm. because guess what? You wake up the next day, my arms are darker. Mm. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. But the rest of me are lighter. So, I, like I said, I am sage green. <laughs> you have a great day, I, my darling girl. Thank you for calling in. She said she's 82. I don't know how old Salty is. I don't know either. So, uh, so I looked up the paper brown bag test. Okay. Apparently, it's been around for a long time in the black community. We'll educate ourselves when we come back. Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. On the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Well, if you are just joining us, we got off the phone with Miss Ruth Ann, always a mm-hmm. favorite caller mm-hmm. here on the Morning Jam. Yep. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Ruth Ann is an African American woman. She mm-hmm. calls herself Sage Green because right. she gets so tired of, of all the, the, the chaos that's out there. Yeah. But she loves people of all colors. She, she, she just does. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's just a, a lover in general. Uh, we were talking about the um the story that's in about the diversity chief at mm-hmm. the department of defense's education wing her official title 
Kelsia Wing is the Chief Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Officer. Okay. And she has uh, pretty much silenced all of her social media after some backlash with some uh, comments that she made. Um, mm-hmm. This this is one of her comments. Okay. This lady actually had the caudacity, uh-huh. I guess, Caucasian audacity, yes. to say that black people can be racist too. I had to stop the session and give Karen the business. We are not the majority. Wow. We don't have the power. Um, so yeah. I asked Ruth Ann about right. that because I, I was today years old before mm-hmm. I learned that you had to be white right. to be racist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Ruth Ann brought up to us the brown paper bag test which i was not familiar with right and you all may not be familiar with it either okay the brown paper bag test is a term in african-american oral history used to describe a colorist discriminatory practice within the african-american community okay that sounds racist to me yeah and, and that's what I was telling Ruthann. I, I worked in a uh, an environment where I saw the men be like, yeah, she's nice, but, you know, right. she's too dark. Yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. What is yeah, <laughs> that's just... craziness. Um, hmm. So this is where an individual's skin tone is compared to the color of a brown paper bag. It can be traced back to the time of slavery where slave masters kept lighter skinned slaves inside. The test was allegedly used to determine what privileges an individual would have. Okay. Only those with a color that matched or was slightly lighter than a brown paper bag were allowed admission or membership privileges. Wow. This test was used by many in the 20th century by many African-American social institutes, sororities, fraternities, and churches. Wow. Even churches, wow. The term is used to reference larger issues of class and social stratification and colorism within the African-American population. Hmm. People were barred from having access to several public spaces and resources because of their darker complexion. Mm -hmm. The test was used as an entrance to social functions where a paper brown bag was stuck in the door. Anyone who was darker was denied entry. Wow. Privilege has long been associated with skin tone in the African-American community. Mixed-race children of white fathers were given privileges, ranging from more desirable work, apprenticeships, and formal education. Lighter-skinned people were afforded certain social and economic advantages, Mm -hmm. even while suffering discrimination. Light-skinned blacks formed exclusive clubs. And uh, they... And after slavery was abolished and therefore higher social standing. Hmm. From 1990 till 1950, paper bag parties are said to have taken place in neighborhoods of major American cities with high concentration of African Americans. Churches, fraternities, and nightclubs used tests for entrance. How about that? And they talked about, you know, some, some major um, universities, mm-hmm. including hbcu and howard university oh okay it yeah. took place there hmm. interesting you yeah, taught me is. something Ruth Ann. yeah thanks she's always teaching us something yeah, she is. 866-916-3776 is the phone number good morning hey guys how y'all doing doing good what's up going through the people's republic of charlottesville again oh, okay uh, sorry about wanna, that you want to well, you want to know what's racist is I've been looking for a year 
you know, because I, I get bored sometimes going down the highway, so I'll play games. So I got this Tesla game that I'm looking for an African-American driving a Tesla. Oh, okay. So I can't find any. It's always white, rich guys. Yeah, well, white, rich liberals uh, driving Teslas. That I've yet to see a person of color driving a Tesla, and I'm thinking it's racist to have a, an electric car. I don't know about well, that, but it's racist well, to eat apple pie, we learned. Yeah, and and Kamala Harris said well, that electric cars were affordable. We played the audio earlier. Right, but I hadn't seen any rednecks or Latinos <laughs> or... I mean, it's, we're, it's always a rich white guy with gray hair driving, I think. So, I mean, the same guys that drive Corvettes, I guess, but, you know... Yeah, I've noticed that. Um, it, it's, why is that? Why do you have to I wait like until to you're in your 60s or 70s to and drive cool that, car. that Corvette? <laughs> it's one of the cruel, cruel rules of life, I Thank guess. Thank you, Alan. Appreciate the Although call. Although I will say, <laughs> if you notice, a lot of the pickup truck ads right now mm-hmm. are geared towards African-American men. Have you noticed yeah, that? Yeah, I have noticed. I have noticed the, the change The one there. where uh, she texts to, to, you know, oh, pick us up at the bottom. They've been hiking and biking. Yeah, and yeah, they're all and they're muddy. All muddy yeah, he, and he doesn't, doesn't want them no. in the truck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, they're like, oh, nice truck. It used to be right until I let you in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there there's been quite a few of those, and then there's one where the guy is like getting all fancied up in mm-hmm. his clothes, and then getting out in his pickup truck, which I, it's just I don't think of somebody that not the, not the fact that he's black, but rather that he's dressed so fancy. Right. You know, most of most of my friends with pickup trucks have a little mud on the tires there. Right. A right. A little bit, but well, it's because you're in the county. City folk, you know, those four wheel drives never, never I see the comedian. light of day except for snow. They they get used four wheel drive. Then I heard a comedian talking about about his uh, brother in law who was like a stockbroker or something, right. and he bought a pickup truck. And then when I called him to ask him if he could help me move some stuff, he looked at me like I'd grown a third head. <laughs> He's like, oh, 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 I don't haul anything in it. Then why do you have a pickup truck? Right. What is the point? And that's what he was saying. That pickup truck bed will never see. It's pristine. It's pristine. Oh, I, I can tell you a quick story here. Taylor Brothers, when I used to run the mill shop over there, a guy that he was one of the carpenters, local carpenters, drove a dually Chevy truck, eight-foot bed, crew cab, a truck. Yeah. And I had to load some decking on it once. And, you know, it was going to hang up on, you know, the top of the tailgate. Not going to happen. And I slid it onto onto the, oh my gosh, you thought I had (laughs) taken his firstborn and and kidnapped him. Wow. And I thought, it's a truck. For goodness sake. There's a truck and then there's a work truck. Why are you driving your truck and not your work truck to pick up materials? Right. Anyway. Right. Uh, Next hour, we're going to be talking about patriotism and the promotion of patriotism Mm -hmm. in the Bedford school system. Yeah. I like it. Chris Daniels coming in to Mm -hmm. to do that. Yes, indeed. By the way. Next hour. Yeah. uh, Looking forward a little bit. Monday. Bob Good will be in the studio on Monday around 8 o'clock. We're going to talk to him about some political things going on in D.C. and in the state of Virginia. Bob Good, Representative Republican, in our uh, Morning Jam studios on Monday.